Thank you for joining us in another episode of Experience, Strength, and Hope. My name is Catherine, and our host, Tony, will be joining us shortly. Our goal is to bring stories that make you laugh, smile, and even cry, but most of all, give you hope. Please don't forget to support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel and following us on Spotify, Anchor FM, and Apple Podcasts. Again, I'm Catherine, and I hope you enjoy today's show. Hi, everyone. I'm Cassandra, and I have in the studio with me today Mr. Al Gordon, who is going to be running for a city commission. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that for the introduction. You're very welcome. And we're going to get started today with a few questions, and we're going to also give him an opportunity to tell us about his mission, his vision, uh, what he wants to do if he is elected. Because a lot of people, I mean, let's just get right to it. A lot of people don't trust politicians. For sure. Because a lot of them are dishonest, and they say whatever needs to be said on the campaign trail to get elected, and then we never see any of those things delivered. Right. So, and this is Junction City. We care about our city. And we just want to know a little bit more about you. So, I think I will let you say that because you may answer some of my questions in your introduction. Okay. So... Thank you again for having me. Um, my name is Al Gordon. I am running for city commission this year. I came to Juncture City in 2018 from Chicago. Um, I've been out here blessed to, you know, and fortunate enough to be blessed with, I should say, um, opportunities. Opportunities such as like doing construction for the city, uh, water rehab, working for J&K Construction, actually laying the infrastructure and, you know, hooking up services to people's, you know, homes and helping people with a better water source. Um, I've done things. I was the first associate to go to the second shift of the Camzo plant before it was it turned over to Michelin. Um, so I was there. That's here in Junction? That's here in Junction. Okay. Yep, the mission, the new Michelin plan, who actually just gave you know gave all of that money to Junction City. I've heard um, good things. Yep, they're growing. They've grown in Michelin. Actually, came over or came in and took over. Um, but when I was working there, it was Camzo. So okay. I was the first associate to go to the second shift. I was cooking the tires for the for the tractors mm -hmm. um down in the plant so that was pretty cool that was pretty fun to do um and then around 2021 i opened up a storefront on six and eisenhower i started off as a convenience store i wanted to add something new to junction cities uh give it a little bit of a different flavor different style okay. um i brought some things from home such as like kool-aid pickles and uh nachos or walking tacos if you will um so I grew that into a U-Haul business. Last year in March, we started doing U-Hauls, so I am now the number one U-Haul dealer in the region. Well, congratulations. Thank you. That's I appreciate awesome. that. awesome. I know there's a couple of them, so that's Definitely. that's an accomplishment. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, did you have some more, or can I Go interrupt ahead. you with a few Most questions? Okay. Is this your first political endeavor? Do you have any experience in the political field at all? I do not have any experience. Um, this is the first go around, but it's I'm looking... To make it the best go around okay. and this is not going to be my last time you know even if we don't make it um i, I want to continue to try to bring that change and try to help juncture city in as as much as possible i've never seen a city commissioner i don't know a city commissioner back home i don't know mm. a mayor personally you know what i mean i came here and i was blessed the guy who actually was my insurance agent for my storefront he was actually our last mayor you know so i got to meet this gentleman 
personally he actually helped me open my store he let me stand up on his truck to hang my sign nice. up on my store and all of that good stuff so the thing for me is changing the focus to change the future showing you know little kids little boys and girls that come into my store or come in contact with me that we can do this and we can still look at look like us and we can still be us and we can still do what we need to do and be in these positions to invoke the change that's needed for our community understand okay so what i'm hearing is that representation matters representation for sure okay and you want a seat at the table yeah okay we don't have that in our local government we are one of the most diverse places here in kansas Mm -hmm. and we don't have it you know so i think with this very big population that we do have or very big percentage of the population we have Mm -hmm. at 44 percent why do we not have that representation that's a very good question and speaking of population we are now i want to say do you know the current population? 23,000 was the last time I checked. So it's funny because I was sitting in the county clerk's office two days ago. I'm um, getting voter information mm-hmm. and um, I asked them that question and they told me that it was 36,000 or I didn't propose the question. The question was proposed and they said 36,000 and I kind of was like, right. uh, the last couple of times I've been doing my research, it was right. 22 to 23,000. People are moving away. Yeah. <laughs> so they went and did some research and they looked up like the, um, they looked up like the census uh updating mm-hmm. everything and it was twenty three thousand so um that's the number that I've come across so now let's talk about that why do you think people are leaving here to go someplace else um because there's no real support here I feel um the I feel like people feel that there is a big disconnect between the local government and themselves. Um they kinda call it the good boy club. I don't you know see it or I don't wanna be a part of it if that is what's going on here. Mm-hmm. What I'm here to do is get back to the people. To Common sense government and exactly give the people the voice. Give the people the opportunity to voice their opinions and make their fit opinions matter and feel like they that they matter. I'm glad you brought that up. So what do you see is the most pressing issues facing our city and how do you plan to address them if elected? I think economic development is a big, big thing that we need to harp on. We were talking about engaging the public. So a lot of these questions I gathered from other people. So some of this, you know, I may ask a personal question later, but a lot of this People want to know. So I actually gathered some questions from other people because they knew I was doing this interview today because people want, I mean, some people care about politics and people don't, but they do care about why people are wanting to be in this position. For example, if somebody wants a promotion at work, why do you want to be the boss? Like, why? Is it because you want to make more money or is it because you want to be in a position to make change? Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Because some things you can't do in your current position. You just don't have a voice. Okay, so as far as involving the community, how do you actually plan to engage them and the local residents in decision-making processes to make sure their voices are actually heard? Right. So I would love to see more people come to the city meetings. Um, we host them every first and third Tuesday. Where are they? they are at the municipal court building. Okay. And they usually start at seven. The actual city commission meetings start at seven PM mm-hmm. and they usually go for about an hour, maybe hour and a half, two hours at the longest. But right before that we actually have a land bank meeting as well, which mm-hmm. is about the properties and the land that we have out here for sale, which I didn't know about until I started exactly come into these meetings. So we have about a thousand lots in our land bank, which is kinda bad for us 
city. Um, they have been selling, but they're selling them for 5000 a lot. And if you build on them in the first year, they take 4000 off if you build a home on them. So just some information. But I want to see more people. I want to see more interaction, more diversity in these meetings. So I post them on social media. I get out here. I tell people when they come into my store, mm -hmm. I often remind them. But I plan on getting engaged with the community, hosting events, being a part mm -hmm. of events, showing up, showing my face, actually listening to the people. Mm -hmm. I've set up my emails. So people can contact me via email. I have my phone number on all of my vote for me and okay. my business cards where people can contact me directly and ask whatever. And I'm willing to listen and I'm willing to go and do the research and give them an answer. Okay, so that, that's wonderful. So you said that you've been doing your research, which leads me to my next question about, mm -hmm. I was going to ask how familiar are you with the unique challenges and needs of our community and what steps have you taken to understand them? But it sounds like you already have been taking steps to understand them by, uh, you know, realizing the problem and exactly. trying to fix it. Because a lot of people don't know about those lands for sale. For sure. You know, and they may have a dream of building something. How would they know that unless you tell them? And one, one of my plans with the land is to, you know, incentivize people. Um, doctors, teachers, firemen, mm -hmm. uh, police officers, packaging these deals with this property, getting people to not only want to come here, mm -hmm. but stay here, especially those essential workers that we need, the backbones mm -hmm. of our city, you know, parents that want to bring their kids here, you know, the educational system. Mm -hmm. I sat in on the um, last school board meeting and I was just, you know, I was really taken back and just, I really loved what was going on. Um, I got the chance to listen to four different uh, elementary school principals and mm -hmm. give their stats on, you know, where their students are and where they're trying to get their students. Um, and I just want to get, you know, involved in that as well, because like I said, um, child care development and, you know, all of that is something big for my campaign. Those are our future leaders. Okay. You know, they might be me in the future. So I want to show them that, you know, this is the way this is how to do. You know, this is mm -hmm. how you should interact and how you should conduct yourself and put yourself in these positions to have a voice and, you know, make the change that you want to see in your community. Absolutely. So another thing that, that comes up, too, is businesses. Yeah. A lot of businesses don't last here. People come out here, they start maybe one or two years, and it's over. For sure. You know, and then sometimes there's a lot of red tape as far as where you can have your business, if you can sell alcohol, if you can smoke hookah, or whatever it is <laughs> you're trying definitely. to start. You know what I mean? And some people get discouraged and they leave. Right. So let's just say Salina, for example, that mm -hmm. city is a lot different than ours, but I feel like they're more open to new businesses. They don't have a university like we have. They don't have Fort Riley. Right. You know, they have like some satellite colleges, whatever, but they are open to new business. So I think they're more thriving just as a comparison. For sure. Because um, I feel like if we didn't have Fort Riley, we'd be dead. All right. I, I mean, so I don't know how we, you know, how what we could do to encourage more people to start businesses or, I mean, how hard is it going to be for me to get started here and actually be sustainable? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's important because even restaurants, I mean, let's talk about it. We drive to Manhattan to eat. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. You know what I mean? So I think the things that people actually care about, mm -hmm. you know, are what's in the area that they can use. There's nothing for their kids to do. Right. You know, and, and the job of a city commissioner may not be all of those things. It may just be a long-term, you know, structure and roads and streets and, you know, all the basic job description um, of a city councilman For and their sure. input. But I think looking at the big picture, mm -hmm. there's so much opportunity and things that can change here. Mm -hmm. So your vision, I think, is like huge. For you sure. know, but as far as, let's just say you win this office, 
how much of that can you actually influence? Well, I, I plan on influencing all of it, especially with the support of the community. Um, like you said, the economic development piece is big, you know, Huge. but that also goes back to like I tell, you know, I've told, you know, individuals in these forums that I've been to that goes along with us putting the right people in positions. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to know who we're actually electing to these positions. Are they really here for Junction City? Are they really here to help or are they just here for a check? I'm a small business owner myself, so I'm directly affected by everything that goes on here. I'm one of those ones that kind of feel that lack of support, you know, through the city. And I'm not just talking the community, but I mean, Chamber of Commerce, economic development, yeah. you know, um, I, I've been down there. I've, I've worked with those people, but I think that there should be more advertising, marketing, really knowing, hey, that guy has a convenience store. This guy is a U-Haul dealer. We have such, like you said, we're built on the back of Fort Riley. Yeah. You know, I think these, you know, these soldiers need to know this is where we are. I get a lot of these guys that call me and they're like, where you located? I think that should be all over the place as being, you know, so, so much. you know the challenge. I know the challenge. As I face it every owner. day. And yep. how long you said since 2021? Uh, this year on the 17th will be my second year open. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they say if you can make it past that at two to five year mark, you might be in there. Most definitely. And I think it all goes down to your grind and your faith. See, I, I believe in God, you know, and I, I, I really believe that he put me in this position for a reason. And mm -hmm. one of my biggest things for me, not only business wise, but as a human is helping people. I think that's my calling in life. So even getting these guys to their next duty stations, getting these guys to their next walk of lives, really leaving them when they experience. I get so many guys that tell me, man, I hate that. I just found out about you now that I'm leaving. And I know that's on me as well, doing the marketing, getting my signage and stuff out there. But you know, it is kind of difficult not making no excuses mm -hmm. as a first year business, especially when you're doing it all on your own and out of your own pocket. Yeah. So we are continuing to build and we're getting there and we're getting help you know in there as much as we can and that's another thing I want to hit on you know it's very hard to find help I talk to so many businesses now and owners and CEOs and it's just all over the place not even just Junction City but people don't want to work anymore and I feel mm. like COVID has such a like a, employee a, help yeah okay. yeah most definitely and just knowing where to go to get it you know we have a workforce center here right in the same parking lot as me off yes. of 6th Street and a lot of people didn't even know about that that place literally got me every job that I've had out here but one before I opened my business. And now that I'm a business owner, I'm a testament to those guys. So they often, you know, bring me up or suggest me or use me as Is an example. Is competitive, Mr. Gordon? Because a lot of people not going to work no, for no less than $15. Unfortunately, they make that at McDonald's now. Did you know that? But my thing is, who wants to work at McDonald's? So you um, got to start somewhere. Some people do want to work at McDonald's because they can make $15 an hour. Most they definitely. They don't care that it's McDonald's. I've heard people say, oh, I'll go to McDonald's for 15 You know what Most I mean? Definitely. Like, Most definitely. Most definitely. Minimum wage used to be $7. I'm like, what? How y'all making? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. You know, you got people going to college and getting degrees back in the day to make that kind of money. Exactly. So, yeah, times have really changed. Times are really changing, and I think we do need to change with the time. Um, you know, uh, McDonald's has up to pay, um, and other businesses has as well, and I think we all should, you know, because people have to make a living. You know, right. it's really hard to live nowadays. I'm not even making an excuse. It's just difficult. It's expensive. Especially with one income. You know? Sometimes exactly. even with two, depending yep. on, you know, the structure. Um, but I was going to say, 
you said you believed in God, and I do too. Yeah. So, but as far as what you have to offer people, as far as a product, mm-hmm. matters. You know what I'm saying? Because I can have all the faith in the world, Most but if I'm not selling something that people want, exactly. they're not going to buy it. Yep. So, so what I'm saying is, do you feel like the demand is matching, or like the struggles that you're having with your business? Is it because of the competition? Um, it was. I think it was because of the location, me being a convenience store owner, and then the products that that I was offering are not native to the to the land or the mm-hmm. location so I've, I've changed my business actually i'm not really into the convenience side of things anymore okay. i'm more so into like electronics and appliances really? supplies Talk about that. just because i'm a bit i'm a u-haul dealer so okay. i want you know my business to kind of flow as one you know when people walk in they also walk out with things that they need mm-hmm. you know not just things that you know candy or snacks or any you know something that they can get right. at the gas station right nobody really offers the products that i have in my store like electronic toning belts so they're unique they're unique yes. exactly and Wonderful. they're necessary and then their okay. price the price wise really unmatched so yeah and we live and learn when it comes to business selling anything because some businesses sure. i mean two years is, is wonderful some people have been in business for years exactly. and are still not where they want to be most definitely so don't be patient with yourself be kind to have yourself. to i have, <laughs> you to. have to and be. some days you get down because you just look at you know you look at things and you look at yourself like i'm just not where i want to be but i came in this understanding that this is going to take some time Absolutely. you know so i don't i don't i don't get down on myself i just would love to see more support for the businesses i've talked to you know other um business owners like you say you even hit on salina the guy who actually made my abg pendant he was on washington street out here in junction city mm-hmm. and he said it was just a lack of support from the the city mm-hmm. you know they wanted him to move signs and remove trees and all of this stuff oh. and he's downtown it's like you guys should have people you know to do this stuff and i and i'm sure we do now i've i've been in meetings where we've talked about it but back when he was here you know he said he would have to get up and remove even like the the holiday ornaments and stuff from the front of his store so he just didn't feel the the support so he moved to Salina I don't want businesses to feel like See? that so I don't want people to feel point. like that exactly hmm. so you know I think we we have to change that we have to get people out here that really mm-hmm. wants to see Junction City thrive and yeah. see it at its best you know always not just sometimes or just because we got people coming in or the soldiers no mm-hmm. we want to see it every day you know right. we want to wake up and be as happy as possible knowing that the city is thriving and it's somewhere people want to come and want to stay okay now a a lot of times we don't like to use the race car to talk about race at all, but it is sure. important. Oh, yeah. You said representation matters to you, and that's part of the reason why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Have you come up on any opposition because you're brown? Most definitely, especially with the business. You hear the murmurs, you hear the whispers, which I knew was coming. I mean, anything you do great, you're going to be faced with the hate. It just comes with it. So I don't feed into it. I hear it. I don't, you know, I've been hearing it my whole life. I've been, you know, um, the police have done, you know, back home in Chicago those mm-hmm. were some of the worst oppositions and I'm not knocking any police officers or police forces. I know that mm-hmm. they're doing a job, but you know, I've been stereotyped. I've been, you know, um, mistreated. I've been stopped. I had to it was it that at one point in time. <laughs> and even when I was younger as a teenager, you know, I, I remember one day they let us out of school early. We only went for like three hours and we were walking from our neighborhood to the, and we were in the suburbs and we were walking from our neighborhood to the store and they stopped us. Like, Oh, it's been burglaries in the neighborhood. And that, like, man we 15 years old right. like we just got home from school you know so I've, I've been faced with that even you know here i've heard little things of you know i do this and i must be doing this on the side because how am i still afloat how, how am i still you in making business? it with that now i you exactly. know 
I'm with you, but I had to wonder myself, like, right. how is he making it? How well is the business really doing? Because sure. I don't go nowhere and buy chips. Like, if I go to the gas station, I might stop. My daughter, she loves Sprite. You know exactly. what I mean? Yep. But I wouldn't go to a place where I wasn't already at just to do that. Yep. So it was just, you know, the convenience of it. So, But I never for once thought he's doing something illegal. Yeah, like, that yeah. didn't cross my mind, yeah, you know? Yeah, you hear all of but that, and I don't feed into it, it just, like I said. I actually love it. Keep talking about me because you, you're putting it out there. You're you fueling know, your, yeah, your passion, you know what huh? I mean? Exactly. <laughs> So. <laughs> well, can I can I say something else too? Um, no problem. Because I'm obviously a black woman in America mm -hmm. as well, and there are certain people that sell products that I like, and people that I actually know, and they're friends of mine who has businesses and things. Sometimes I don't like what they're selling, so I'm, I may support them, but I'm going to find something that. I like that they sell. Most Does that make sense? Yes. Okay, so if I don't like her whole entire line, I'm going to support her, so I'll buy something. Mm -hmm. Or I might buy it as a gift. Right. I'm not going to wear it if I don't like it. Exactly. I'm not rocking my friend's music that just came out if it sucks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just because definitely. that's my friend. Yep. You know, I'm not going to vote for you because you're black. I didn't vote for Obama. Y'all don't shoot me on the first time. First go around. Listen, the first go around, I didn't. Now, the second time, I did. No but problem. I had to know. I yeah. had to know what you should. Was about. I wasn't going to just, you know, mm. and we didn't have very many options in, so it probably didn't even matter. But yep. the point is, I like to know what I'm getting into and what you stand for, and it's not just, just based on that. Although it is reason enough, in my opinion, as far as representation. Most definitely. For sure. If these are our options, I'm all in. Yes, right. you got my vote, Mr. Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but personally, I feel like you're super passionate. Sure. I heard you speak at the... What was the event that the Snipes had? A few now. Gun it violence event. It was gun violence. Yep. Yes. And mm -hmm. that is near and dear orange. to everybody's heart. I think every family has been affected in some sort of way, either directly or indirectly, right. by gun violence. And mm -hmm. so that was important. Um, and I got to know a little bit about you just hearing you speak. So, But yeah. I don't have a whole lot more questions. No problem. Unless you have something else to share with us, I feel like. Well, I do want to hit on that. Um, the gun violence thing. I come from the city of Chicago. Um and it's not the worst place in the world, but I know a lot of people look at it as a bad place just because they see the murder rate. They see, yeah. you know, we've surpassed Iraq, Afghanistan, Iran at a point of time. And, I, and I'm from that era. You know, I'm from what they call the drill era. So I was I saw it. I have 20 or 30 individuals that I grew up with that I've had to bury. You know, unfortunately, I've been to more funerals than I've been to graduations. So I'm a survivor. Um, I'm a victim. You know, so I once I met Mary, she came to a uh, she were she was presenting the gun violence event at the city at a meeting one night and her story just impacted me so much it almost brought me to tears and when she sat back down she literally sat in a road directly behind me and I just couldn't help myself I told her you know anything you need you know whatever yeah. however I can be a part She's of whatever awesome. you Love got her. going on um, so she asked me to actually come and speak at that event and I really didn't know I did prepare a speech and I you know I, I really like going from my heart but I did prepare a speech and I just wanted to impact people to right way and also you know get people to understand like i said changing the focus change the future i was out there i, I was a part of it i had to be to survive mm -hmm. you know this is all that certain people knew and understood understand but i didn't allow that to make me once i saw what was going on and i saw that this is not right we're killing each other for no reason mm -hmm. you know we don't even own a piece of asphalt that's on these streets but we calling them ours how we don't even have ownership you know so i did leave my city because i understood that 
you know, the crab in a barrel mentality, not just in Chicago, but around the world that if you don't leave, it'll break you down and it'll bring you down. So I do plan on getting back there and helping there as well. But a place like Junction City was a place for me to come and settle, for me to come and really slow down and really develop and really grow and build a foundation okay. to catapult off or to piggyback off to go in the other cities i've also been fortunate enough to grow up in like san diego i spent two years of my life there in a bad neighborhood and you know i just saw the same things no matter where we from or where it is it's the same things going the on things, you know yeah. but i want to be that change i want to show people yeah he does come from that he was a part of that but he that's not who he is anymore he's grown he's changed he's developed his mindset and that's what i've done you know okay i that's beautiful very beautiful so i feel like your entire campaign has been building trust because we didn't know you most definitely. So that's a part of it so maybe back home or you know when this is all over and you do return to chicago if you decide to do that exactly you won't have to do this right. because they know you exactly. and then they're going to see so that that's a good move and something else about the gun violence when i was asking for questions from people mm -hmm. they wanted to know are you trying to take their guns not that you can do that in this seat but just saying, because once you hear that, they're like, oh, if he's trying to take our guns and we're not voting for him because that's not, you know. Well, this is how I feel. I feel like everybody should have the chance to, to that everybody should have the opportunity to protect themselves. Absolutely. I'm never about taking the means of protection away from anybody. What I want to see is more gun sense, gun smarts, education, accountability, accountability really yes. teaching. You know, we get even in the black community. Let's just put the black community as a child. You know, your parents teach you or, or, or the adults say, you know, don't play with that. Don't play with that. Or you shouldn't even be learning about that. But they should because these other races are teaching theirs Absolutely. early that this is not a toy. This is not anything to play with. Once you get this and, and you use it, there's no coming back from right. this. You know, so we must understand the severity of what's going on and we must make some changes up here. And I think we need to do thorough investigations and background checks yes. on people. Not just sending it up and letting the FBI no, really look at this, sit down with this person, have an interview, look in their look into their history, like I said, their background. Do you show signs of, of mental illnesses Especially and what mental il ones. illnesses exactly, you know? So I'm not I'm not against I'm not for taking anything away from anybody. Um, I was proposed that question last night, actually, at really? at uh, Oktoberfest. So, <laughs> no, I'm definitely not against that at all. Yeah, okay. And then while we're doing background checks on all the young kids trying to get, you know, pistols and whatnot, we need to do one on the officers as well sure. before they even join the force definitely. about their reasons for wanting to join. Is it really to serve and protect or is yep. it to get some sort of revenge? And I feel like we also must change, and I don't mean to interrupt you or no, cut your okay. knowledge. Go ahead. No, I was just, just saying I think it's important, you know, because these people are supposed to serve and protect us exactly. and they're the ones, you know, causing the violence sometimes. Most definitely. And I think uh, that goes back also to what I was saying, just to add on to that, because you are absolutely correct of what you just said. Um, people need to change the mindset. I was taught as a kid, those are bad guys. You know, you don't talk to them. You don't speak. You know what I mean? So I had to really, exactly. My best friend was killed by the police unjustly, you know, so you, you grow up with this disdain for them. But I had to change that. How am I talking about love and, and spreading love and peace and knowledge and, you know, getting people to want to change and be in, in these positions if I'm still spilling that hate or still holding on to it? Like I said, I've been antagonized. I've been attacked. I've been, you know, uh, um, um, I've been all of the above, but I can't hold on to that if I want to make the change. You know what I mean? I think people need to understand these positions and want to 
get into these positions, the good people, Mm -hmm. you know, not just the people that, oh, they come from this or they come from that. So they're accepted. No, we need to actually get people in there that want Mm -hmm. to serve, that want to protect their people, their community. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's hard to judge somebody's intentions, even in a court of law. So they can say what they want and they can do all the right things. But your actions show. Right. And by that time, they might already be in the position. But as far as your experience here in Junction City with the Junction City Police, as opposed to the reason you have your viewpoint of police Mm -hmm. in Chicago... Has it helped? Yes, it has. It's changed tremendously. I haven't, I've been stopped twice in five years and both times I was let go. Like, go ahead. You know what I mean? Because Jackson City Police Department. And I've always been the type of person. I don't argue. I don't, I don't make the situation worse. I feel like there's certain situations that we've been faced with or that's happened um, that people have made those situations worse. And I'm not saying it's okay to take anybody's life or cause harm to anybody unjustly. But what I'm saying is these people have a job to do. They're under immense pressure and stress just like we are. Um, And just let them, he stopped you, even if it was wrong. Okay, we're going to fight up about this in court or we gonna take this out the right, right way right. i don't have to sit here and argue with you and attack you or antagonize you you got a job to do do your job i'm gonna go about my day you go about your day we both go home to our families yeah. you know what i mean so i have been fortunate and blessed enough to not experience it now I do still have that trauma. I do still have that For PTSD. Sure. I drive past them and I still got to look out my mirror. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah, back. you know wait, what I mean? Wait. So you see lights, you you looking around. It's just from what I come from. You know, they'll tell you back home, man, we the biggest gang. We run here and we let y'all do what, we, what, mm-hmm. what y'all do. And they're not lying. And they're not lying. So they jump out the cars, let the cars roll into another car, another building just to stop people and push people all up against the wall and go through their, their, their pockets and, you know, just do, you know, craziness. Wow. Um, so I've seen it, but like I said, I couldn't hold on to that. If I'm speaking change, I have to be the change that I want to see. And that's why people see me out there shaking hands, even after gun violence event, me and Officer Davis shook hands, posted mm-hmm. it on, on the on social yes, media. Yes, I took that photo. You're welcome. There you go. You know, and it took a lot. It, it, it was it took some days and I really sat back and thought about it. And I'm just like, this is what's needed. This is what's necessary. We have yeah. to show this. And I think he was disappointed that weren't more officers there that day. Me too. Um, he wanted you know more of his own employee staff to be present for sure because it was a moment you know yes, suspected his family as well but just for every bad cop there's a good cop for every you know child molesting priest there's a good priest there out there not all black people or white people are racist like we know all these things exactly. but it still takes those good people to continue doing good to even create a change in people's mind of what they are you exactly. know what i mean yep so yeah we just have to keep doing what we're doing so um I was going to say something else. Okay. These vape and donut shops are taking over on every corner. <laughs> what in the world is going on? Like, can we get a few restaurants? Like, it when is. I was gathering questions, those were the two things that came up. Like, Most why definitely. do we have so many vape shops? Most definitely. Um, I, You know, I'm going to be honest. I, I, I'm not sure why we have so many. Um, But it's funny if I can, you know, add these, these uh, inserts there. So going back to even my business, you asked, have I been faced with things? Mm -hmm. The CBD that goes along with kind of like the vape shots. That's big, right? I had, there was a time when I first opened up, I would say my first six months in business, I've had detectives, I've had sheriffs show up to my front door, paperwork saying that I'm selling 
CBD illegally. I've never sold CBD in my life. I don't even really know what CBD is, right? Oh, come on now. So they told come me on. that it was illegal. Yeah. But yet, you got a shop opening up every month or every right. week, it's right? It's everywhere. So that was one thing that kind of drew my attention. And then my store, going hitting on my store again, was actually about to become another Daylight Donut shop before Stop. I opened up. So I, I I don't know exactly why it's happening. I've I, I've definitely been looking at it and paying attention, and mm-hmm. I've been trying to do my research on what's going on. I don't think we can really stop businesses. I don't really just want to stop or say, oh, we got you know too, too many because we got a few. Even like the U-Haul dealerships, it's like six or seven of us, and I thought that was a lot just for this place. But look how look at the military Competition base. Competition is good. Exactly. I'm not taking away from that. We need more of it. As right. a matter of fact. But I do want other, other businesses and restaurants and shopping centers i believe are necessary we need a chick-fil-a you know we need these major store of barnes and noble um a macy's of this sort you know what i mean we need these things to come and that's kind of what i want to push for that taylor road exchange Mm -hmm. is okay if we don't want the slaughterhouse let's put like a sam's club let's get a costco a few times that meat Cut yeah, meat. so it's, a, it's okay. a meat processing plant. Um, a thousand cows a day is what they're saying that they they they, they want to produce. So, um, you know, let's let's get something else there. Let's actually get something that people are gonna want to build around. We can mm-hmm. throw up some high rise, you know, buildings, mm-hmm. nice apartments or comp or or, or um condos, condominiums mm-hmm. over there. You know, let's a shopping center, a strip of just straight, something. you know, shopping shoe stores, clothing stores, yes. clothing boutiques, yes. hair salons, all of that good stuff. You know, let's let's actually. Bring some change. Bring some, you know, um, something that people actually want to see, you know, that yes. want to support and want to be a part of. And they don't have to go to these other cities to go and, you know, enjoy. I do. Uh, someone did mention Sirloin Stockade. We used to have a buffet out here and you would see everybody and their kids there on Sunday. Okay. I mean, people want to go to a family. From, they have kids. They're not about to pay. <laughs> you know, they want to go yeah. somewhere that where they get their money's worth and their kids are full. There used to be one in Manhattan, I believe that's also gone. You know, stuff like that was thriving. Showbiz, like you want to have a party for your kids, this is where you go. Because if you have something for the kids, you notice people come out of the woodworks. Exactly. Was it the 4th of July we have the sundown? This past weekend, we had all kinds of families out because they could bring their family. Exactly. You know, everybody's not about nightlife all the time. You know, they just want something (laughs) to do where they can bring their kids. And I think that's important. So I think we should uh, go ahead and wrap it up. But I really appreciate you taking the time to answer all these questions that I've gathered um, and I believe your, your on, answers were honest and, and full definitely. of integrity and I appreciate that because you don't know what you don't know exactly. about people mm-hmm. and you also sometimes people say well they don't have experience or they've never you know don't have a degree but how are they going to get the experience exactly. and that's if also the question it. about college and why some kids mm-hmm. don't want to go to college and it's just a whole other topic for another day yeah. but you get the point <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I want to say thank you as well. Thank you for the questions. Thank you for doing the due diligence to step out in the community and actually ask other people what they want to ask me who might not get the chance to ask me or come in contact with me to get that opportunity. Um, Because this is what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it for the people. This is not for Al Gordon. Even ABG was not set up for Al Gordon. It was set up for... I looked at the salary. They don't make a lot. City commission. So yeah, that can't be it. Exactly. So it's about doing the work and, and, and sparking that change. Like I said, that I want to see in my community so that's what i'm doing it for and these answers were totally honest totally for the from the heart this was not prepared she did not send me over any questions and let me prepare at all we came right in here and we got right (laughs) to it and um you know i just want to say i'm one man um and with the support of you guys we can do this like i said on my campaign my slogan
slogan is together we can and people say together we can what make that change you know so let's do it I, with you guys backing me and with your support and getting behind me there's nothing that can stop how you doing my name is al gordon i am running for city commission this year i want you guys to go vote go register to vote go to ksvotes.org put in your information get registered november 7th it's election day. Please go to those polls and vote Al Gordon because together we can. We're trying to change the focus to change the future and put that change in the community that we want to see. So I want to say I appreciate you all and please go vote. Thank you for listening to another episode of Experience, Strength, and Hope. Come back and continue to listen on any of our other platforms such as YouTube, Spotify, Anchor.fm, and Apple Podcasts. We encourage you to not only listen, but also reach out and share your stories of experience, strength, and hope at bigdog0862 at gmail.com or 785-307-4662. I'm Anthony Timms, and this has been another podcast of Experience, Strength, and Hope from Tony DeMayer Timms. Be blessed, be strong, and most of all, be real.